Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. We are back once again. I am Alexa, and with me is my co-host, Ambi. What's up, Ambi? Hello, everyone. How's everybody doing? Everybody's doing good. I'm just going to answer for them. I hope everyone... <laughs> I know. Like, I'm waiting for a response. Yeah. I want to hear how you guys are. I'll wait. Well, maybe one day we'll actually be able to hear people's ex- responses, like, in our minds, you know? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um. So... By the time you guys hear this, I will be at Burning Man. Um, This is going to come out, yeah, the Monday before I come back from Burning Man. So um, Ambie thought it would be a good idea for us to talk about Burning Man and what it is and maybe just festivals in general, but, you know, especially Burning Man because it is such a – it's such a transformative thing. Um, So – and very popular. I feel like a lot of people um, that don't know a lot about transformational festivals still hear the word Burning Man. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the thing about Burning Man is like it's not really a festival. Like it's mm-hmm. it's like I know I understand why people think it's a festival, but it's you know to me a festival is like when you pay and you go somewhere where there's like lots of stages like it's usually based around music although there could be other things going on right um i mean maybe that's just my perception of what a festival is but you know burning man is actually they call it a uh, a temporary experiment an experiment in temporary community that's what it is mm-hmm. um so it's actually like you basically go out to the desert in the middle of nowhere in Black Rock City, Nevada. And there's no, there's nothing there. Like every other week out of the year, there's nothing there except this one week. Okay. And the crazy thing about it is that when it's active, like when Burning Man is active for this one week, this, this area turns into an actual city called Black Rock City. And it's like the second or third largest city in Nevada at that time when the fest, when, when, when Burning Man is active. So there's like 70 to 80,000 people there at one time. Holy shit. For everybody listening, I know nothing about Burning Man, nor do I know anything about festivals. (laughs) So this is why we're talking about this. And if you guys know things, I'm really sorry, but I felt like a lot of people want more information about it. Continue on Alexa. Go ahead. Um, no. So, well, what do you want to know? You're my, Okay. So you're my I want to know, well, I want to know a couple of things. So I want to know like <laughs> from the logical standpoint, like how do you get there? What the hell you like, there's nothing around. So how do you get there? You have to like fly in. So this year we're flying into San Francisco and then we're driving to Reno and then we're driving from there into Black Rock City. But the, the 
crazy thing is, like, this is absolutely insane. The the once you get to like the gates of Burning Man, right? To the gates of you know to enter Black Rock City. Yeah. You could be in your car from like for like four to eight hours just getting in. Are like, you kidding me? No. So the what? <laughs> so I've been. I only went one other. I went last year for my first time. Me and my partner went by ourselves. We didn't know anyone except we were a part of. Um, if you if you're listening to this podcast and you know <laughs> us from Positive Head, um, the host of Positive Head, Brandon started a camp, a Black Rock or a Burning Man camp several years ago with his friends, and he hooked me up with being in that camp but still when we went we didn't know anybody right so it was just me and my partner and knowing that these people in the camp knew Brandon from Positive Head um so anyway last year when we were going in people were telling us oh my god like you might be in line for hours and hours and hours like it's you know they were saying like four to eight hours is like that's totally normal and we ended up stopping at an in and out right before we went into Burning Man and we talked to these people who were going too and they were like oh we'll tell you when to go and they told us like a specific time to go and we're like well why not like let's just try what they say I don't know and we got in in under an hour so I haven't and people who've been going for years were like what how did you do that (laughs) And um, because it's just like accepted that like that's what happens when you're driving in a Burning Man. Like you're literally there for hours and hours. So, um, okay. So that's how you get there. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So I guess the other thing is, okay. I did not know it was 80,000 people. I really thought that it would be (laughs) like 30 to 50,000 people, but I've also heard it's the largest um, transformational gathering Mm-hmm. I, I've heard that it's like the largest one period. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have more questions. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm getting distracted. No, my yeah, question no. is I did not know. I've seen pictures like aerial views of it and it looks very strategically like planned out on where the camps are, but I guess yeah. I wasn't aware of like how truly organized this event is. Does oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It's very organized. It's very, very organized and it's very, and yeah, like if you look at aerial photos of it, it looks like, it looks like something alien or something. Yeah. It's like the bottom half of a circle is what it, the camps look like. Um, and the way that the camp, this is what's so cool about Burning Man is that the way that it's set up is so like the playa is where everyone camps and makes their communities and where they live for the week. Right. The playa is this big stretch of land. I think it's like, I don't know. I wish my partner was here. He knows all the logistics about like how many miles it is or whatever. It's big. It's really big. Anyway, when you set up in camps, um, when you set up in camps, you basically the camps are are organized as if you're looking at the face of a clock. So my address this year is 3 and A. So like 3 o'clock. Is where mm-hmm. is like the the I see, and then A is the row. So it's like three is the vertical and A is the horizontal. So that's how. Uh. So whenever you're talking to anyone who's going to Burning Man, they'll be like, "Oh, come see me. I'm at nine thirty in G," or like, "I'm at you know." It's like yeah, I've heard that before, and I was yeah. like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Yeah, yeah. So okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So I, okay, other aspects of it. Um, is does it cost anything besides like what you bring to go? Because I know like um. 
And I know this is kind of what you've already hit on, but like Lucidity Festival costs money to buy tickets to go there, but it's, it's much different. So is there, do you have to buy tickets to go? Yes, you do. And it's really hard to get tickets. Like the crazy thing is they sell out so fast and then you, there's different sales, but like last year we got tickets pretty easily. This year we were like coaching our friends who've never been on how to get tickets. And we got online at the same time they did and they got tickets and we didn't get tickets. So then we had to buy tickets for twice the price on StubHub. Um, Oh shit. Yeah. So, but tickets are about, if you get a ticket in the main sale, it's about $500 a person. Okay. And then my other question is, it feels like I, it feels like, can anybody go to Bernie Van? Yeah, even kids can go. Okay, well, my question, okay, it sounds like a stupid question, but my question with that <laughs> is like, I guess I wouldn't want to go, I wouldn't be adventurous enough right now in this moment, maybe in the future I will be, but in this moment to go just with me and my husband, like my partner, I wouldn't be able to just do that because I feel like I have to go with the camp. I have to go with someone. Right. So how do you get, how do you get invited to a camp? Like, how does that work? So that's like kind of like you just have to start asking around and like meeting people. It's kind of a networking thing. And now that I know that, I feel so blessed that like Brandon talked about his camp on the podcast so much that when I decided to go, it was like, hey, like, could I, is it possible to join that camp? He's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And he just introduced me to them and that was it. So I've now learned that it's like kind of because there's been this year, there have been like several people who were introduced to me who were like trying to get into our camp. Um, but it ended up not working out for whatever reason. And it, and I realized, wow, this is kind of difficult in certain ways. If you're just Mm -hmm. coming into this situation and you don't really know anyone, it's like, yeah, how do you get into a camp? So if you don't get into a camp, there's a whole area where it's like general, like private camp, not private camping. It's like, you can just camp anywhere. You don't have to be with a camp. Like you could just be with a couple people and you guys make a, like literally like a tent right there and that's it. But you're not part of a themed camp. And the thing with the camps is if you become a part of a legit camp, like my camp is Intergalactic Sasquatch Village, every year the camp plans things and we have special amenities and we have special events. And it's like a very like – so there's like 100 people in our camp and this year there's like this – Cirque du Soleil circus at our camp type of thing. Um, we also That's have cool. private porta potties, which is unheard of and amazing. Um, like an amazing part of our camp. Um, because otherwise you have to use the main porta potty. You know, like you have to go out to general porta potties, which is just crazy. Um, oh, they do have porta potties. I didn't think they had porta potties. They have to because so so the whole so okay so here's the thing about Burning Man. It's I like how excited you get. Oh my God, because there's so many layers that I keep forgetting that's like, oh, and there's this and there's this. So the whole thing about Burning Man is this. Basically, when you go to Burning Man, what you're doing is you're saying uh, you're entering a world where anything can happen. And I mean anything. Mm -hmm. And that... You know, that means anything you anything you fantasize about, and I don't just mean sexually, but including sexually, sure, anything you fantasize about could happen at Burning Man because everyone comes there ready to become their fantasy self, essentially. That's why everyone wears crazy outfits and just really expresses themselves, and there's a lot of nudity, and there's just a lot of self-expression. Like, it's just freedom, and there's no judgment at all. And it's funny because it actually takes you a little while to get used to that when you come out of the 3D you know everyone calls um everyone there when you're there you call like real life default world like default mm-hmm. default reality reality because that's what mm-hmm. it is it's like we're defaulting to reality so when you come out of default reality and 
you know, you come into Burning Man, it's almost like a shell shock because everyone is so free and there's like literally zero judgment that like you're like, oh, like, yeah, I can just like not wear a shirt or like I don't have to worry. It's and it's not sexually like, yes, it's sexually charged, I guess. But it's not like, for example, if I were like, oh, I'm just not going to wear a shirt like here in society in default world I would literally Mm -hmm. be like oh my god people are gonna attack me people are going to point at me yeah I could get I'm I'm gonna get aggression towards me in some way probably so it's really kind of like a process of coming out of your shell once you get there and relaxing and realizing oh any we're free here we are totally free so that's why everyone goes there to really live out who to like discover more of who they are and be free and play for like a week and then um the 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 thing is though so like it's free right and it basically is like this open playground However, there are like 10 principles that Burning Man requires that every attendee um, live by while they're there. And these principles are, um, uh, oh my God, um, <laughs> sorry. So, You're going to uh, fail when you go in No, that no, no. You better be careful. <laughs> no, no, I'm just no. kidding. I'm joking with you. <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> oh, radical. Okay, that's, sorry, I had to, yeah. So it's like radical self-expression. Radical inclusion, okay. uh, no trace left behind, um, mm-hmm. um, participation. So what that means is like radical self-expression means you can express yourself however you want. Radical inclusion means everyone is included. Like it, there's no exclusion here. Um, mm-hmm. ra- part, like uh, no trace left behind means there, you c- there are no trash cans on the playa. Okay, there's no trash cans anywhere. Every single thing that you bring into Burning Man, you take away. Like that is your Mm. commitment as a person there. Like so. So if you unwrap something, you have to carry like a little tin or something with you to constantly be putting your trash in. Like so it's it's really cool because there's no there's nothing, you know, it's it's beautiful. And anyway, so that's why you can't there needs to be porta potties or something because you can't even pour water out on the playa. That's. That's not wow. Yeah, wow. There's so there's, actually I did know that because I knew that you couldn't leave anything behind, and then I saw someone like um, I don't even remember. I think they were boiling water, but they were like uh, they brought an extra pot to dump out the like the water they were done when they were done boiling. They brought the extra pot for the water. Yeah, um, and I thought, wow, like you can't even leave water, which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they, it would be it, all muddy. It's like a slippery slope. Yeah. yeah. It would be all muddy yeah. and dirty. And yeah, then people would start pee. It just all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we even have like a water system. I don't even know what to call it or how it works. They're, they call it something. But there's like a water. There's like a system they build in our camp so that you can pour out like your toothpaste water and stuff. And then at the end of the camp, we take that all somehow and take it out. I don't even know how it works. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. So how did Burning Man start? Do you know? If you don't know, it's okay. No big deal. Well, the guy who started it, Larry, I don't know his last name. He just passed away, actually, like very recently. Um, mm. And I don't, I don't know exactly. I, I know I've read the story before, but I don't know exactly how it started. But it started as like a, you know, like a, like a freedom it, it, with the intention to express freely and to – you know, love freely and to just be like, um, Mm. 
And it's grown over time. I mean, obviously, it's grown insanely. It's so popular now, especially for like, oh, my God, so many celebrities go, so many music artists go. I mean, it's it's just a big creative place, right? And everybody goes. And the thing is, it's so huge that like you wouldn't even, you could be you could be at a workshop with a celebrity and you probably wouldn't even notice it was them because everyone's wearing dust masks and like goggles and all kinds of things. I mean, you even though people are kind of like um, like vulnerable and like showing off more of their bodies it's like their faces are kind of covered a lot because there's so many dust storms there and stuff that you kind of have to have your face covered a lot um Mm. so um what was the question I forgot (laughs) the question was like how did how did Burning Man start or why did Burning Man start yeah I I think it was just like a movement towards um like wait you know what I'm just going to Google it because now I'm really in. Burning Man Burning Man began as a bonfire ritual on the summer solstice in 1986 when Larry Harvey, that's the one that passed away, Jerry James, and a few friends met on Baker Beach in San Francisco and burned an eight feet tall wooden man as well as a smaller wooden dog. Okay, mm. so here's the other thing about Burning Man is that when you get to Burning Man, there at the center of the playa, there is a big man. A wooden man. And every year they design him differently. But he's – and what I mean by a man is it looks like a stick figure of a man. Okay? Right. Um, and it's always – every year they go bigger and bigger and make it – be. and every year that Burning Man has a theme. So this year is iRobot, I think, is the theme. Last year it was Mirrors, Reflections, I think. Um, so anyway, the man usually goes with the theme. And anyway, so the whole time it's like all the things are happening around the man. Everything that's happening is happening around the man. He's at the center of the playa. And then on the second to last night, they burn the man. And it's a big Mm. thing that everyone there, um, everyone there like goes and watches the man burn. Um, and it's like very symbolic when this happens, like no matter what you're doing on the playa, you stop what you're doing and you watch the man burn because they also usually have like explosives with it too. And it's like a big fireworks type of show, but it basically is symbolic of like burning away your old self, like your old, Mm. like the version of you that came in is no longer there anymore. And so like paying respect to that version, but letting it go and emerging anew as you come out of burning man. That's nice. Yeah, I always I guess I always assumed I haven't looked it up like you did, but and I haven't been, but I always assumed like Bernie man, like the man, you know what I mean? Like, like corporate things like that. Um, Yeah, but that could be that could be part of it. That could be part of it, too. Maybe (laughs) I just that's what I the thing that I said was is what I've heard. But that could also be definitely be a part of it, too. I mean. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you've 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 been so. I know, but it's um, like there's like not like there's someone there saying, "Okay, everyone." It's not like there's a teacher going, "Well, let me tell you, you kind of have to pick up things as you get there." And <laughs> you don't have a tour guide. That's no, like, no. This is what we're gonna do. No, you don't have to go through like orientation or anything. You just kind of get there and figure it out as you go. I need an orientation. Let yeah, me tell you. That would be- I want to know the backstory before I go. They're really. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're. It's available. They always encourage you to constantly check out their website, and they're constantly writing newsletters and stuff. But I don't really read that stuff, so I don't know. Okay. I just- and the other thing I want to say is like. <laughs> 
last year was my first year, right? And I knew that Burning Man was a big change, like life-changing experience. And I knew that it was very spiritual and like, you know, transformational. But I didn't really get at all like what you did there during the day until I was there for like, until the fourth day I was there. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. They give you this book when you get in and it's a really thick book. And basically the book has every day of Burning Man in there. And then it lists every single event that any any camp is offering. And so one of the other principles of Burning Man is it's a gift giving economy. There's no mm-hmm. money exchange. There's you and you can't buy anything there. You, the only thing you could buy there is ice. That's it. Um, you can't buy water. You can't buy food. You can't buy anything like that. You have to bring everything. But the whole idea when you get to Burning Man is that you're there to give you gifts and that everyone is there giving each other gifts. And so everything you need is right there. And it's like everything is a gift. So when you open up this book, it's basically a list of every single workshop, activity, um, like music, like music things, any anything you could possibly imagine. <laughs> you got cicadas. Yeah, right. I do. Oh, <laughs> I can't be connected to nature. Today. I know. No, I'm, I'm so I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but everything yeah, is a gift. everything is a gift. And you anyway, you can just open up this book and be like, oh, I want to go learn how to do acro yoga. And then you just take off on your bike and you go and it's free and it's awesome. And you just like you have this whole book of things you could learn and do and experience for free. It's like suddenly you're at college and all of the courses are things you actually want to know. And they're actually awesome. And you can go for free and just pop in on them. And then there's like people who dude, like the first day I was there last year, I met this guy. He's like, have you had the food here yet? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, oh, I come here every year just for the food, just for all the free food. There's so much great food. You could do a whole food tour while you're here. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, look in the book. Everybody's always offering all these amazing food, this food. So it's like you could literally look through the book and be like, oh, there's chicken and waffles here. And then there's, you know, like kebabs over here. And then like it's literally whatever you want. But then there's also like a lot of like creative workshops. And like my, my friend Jessica is hosting what has been called like Burning Man's best workshop, which is called the magic of human connection, which I'm going to, and I'm really excited about. Um, and there's a lot of like, you know, then there's some things where you look in the book and you're like, Oh my God, is this real? Like there's a vajazzling workshop and there's like, um, you know, like a pussy. Is that what I think it is? Yes, it is. And, uh, and there's, this is like, this is a literal workshop that I saw in the book last year. Like there's a pussy rubbing and cock stroking workshop. I mean, it's, Literally, like, like whatever you can imagine is here and you basically pick what you are attracted to and what you want to do. And then there's things that are really tame. Like there's a lot of entrepreneurs and tech guys who go there and actually give seminars on like blockchain and like. You know, we have a D. Oh my God, Ambie, your your husband would love our camp because our ha- camp every year hosts a D and D workshop. Oh my God, he would die. Yeah, he would. He would love it. Yeah, he would, that would where that's where he would be like yep. the whole time. He would yep. prepare. Well, it's only for so like serious, three right? hours out of the whole he, thing, but still. well, he'd still be there. He'd yeah, probably be just playing by himself over there. <laughs> yeah. That's intense. Well, yeah. that's that's really cool. That's really yeah. cool. It's it's cool. It's really. And I was telling you, Ambi, before we got on here, that you know, it's like. Even after having been there, 
one year and and it was like a very intense experience for me but when I came out of it I was like oh my god that I feel so in tune with who I am I feel so clear because the best part is this is this is the funny thing that this is the best part out of all the things going on there is that no one has phones or cell service. So that's mm. a non-issue. Like the technology part is like you're not worried about taking pictures of things. You're not worried. I mean, you can take pictures, I guess, but you're not worried about Snapchatting things. You're not worried right. about social media. You're you're really connecting with everyone around because that's what there is to do there. Like that's what you're mm. doing the majority of the time. You're sitting around at your camp talking to people, playing, like having fun, like not worrying about not buried in your phone actually open like listening to each other and connecting with each other because that's why you're there you know and so that's like the best part but um and you make these amazing connections but I will say that it's very it's a very mixed feeling you know going back even knowing what my experience was last year because truthfully when you go to this place it's like wow anything could happen and then it's also like wow anything could happen that's very (laughs) overwhelming you know so it's and and not to mention it's like you know on one hand you're like wow I could be so free here and then you're like whoa everyone is so free here like it, it it's 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 like we're so trained to be intimidated by each other especially like our bodies and our beauty and our attractiveness right like we're really trained I think in society to kind of you know like um be the best and like be the hottest. Be in competition with each yes, other. Yes, to be in competition. And it's like yeah. really an exercise in loving yourself and being confident in yourself and knowing that everyone there loves you. And um, and so it's so awesome. It's just – it's also very intense because when suddenly you're in this place where anything can happen, it's like you think that's what you want. And it is what you want on one level. But on another level, it's like, whoa, I have no stability here. Like this is mm. – this is literally like free – like floating, you know, like kind of got to just go with what's happening. Um because Burning Man is like a beast. Like, it will take you in and, like, you just kind of got to ride the wave and, like, let it happen is is what I was told many times before I went and what I'll tell whoever's listening now. That's very true. It's like a beast. And, like, you just kind of got to let it take you in and just ride the wave and, like, see what happens each year. And so I'm – I say that all to say I'm really, really excited right now. I finally – like, I'm leaving tomorrow and I just got so excited. Um, but – yeah, like I'm nervous too, but I don't know. It'll be fun. I'm excited to come back and be recharged. Mm. So they only do this once a year. They don't do two times a year or anything. Only like once that. a year, but they actually do have like local burner events um, that we've been to. Like here in Philly, they have a, several a year, like local events that are just for the night. It's not like you're camping or anything. Um, but actually like I've seen, they have been doing some smaller Burning Man events. It's not Burning Man, but it's like, they've been doing like some camping stuff, um, three day experiences all over the, the United States. So, um, so yeah, there are like local burns, but it's not really the same thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I have a couple more questions. Another question is this sounds, it sounds like everything you're saying is positive. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. But I also feel like it's so big mm-hmm. that, I mean, cops have to be involved in this. Like, what what yeah. is going on with this situation there? Because I 
would imagine there would at least be like police outside or like like something. They're, I don't know. Yeah, they're called the Black Rock Rangers, and they're they're <laughs> on site police. Like they're literally the city's police, right? Mm. Um, and they, you know, they if they if you like. The rule of thumb is, like, just don't be an idiot. Like, don't go in front of them and do something. Like, like technically, everything's cool and we're all free, right? But it's yeah. like, you know, they're there to keep things safe. They're there to make sure that, you know, if anything does go haywire, that they're there and that, like, they're – to just to just be a support, and so it's like I, honestly, I never saw them the whole time I was there. I never saw them. So, um, but they are there, and they there are you know if something were to happen, for example, like while we were there, um, ton of people at our camp got extremely dehydrated. My partner actually stopped sweating at one point, and he had to go into this trailer and sit there for like almost a day in the air conditioning. Wow, it was so hot. Um, but um. What I'm saying is, like, there was actually a couple of people at our camp who got, like, really kind of dehydrated and sick one day. And then, like, they were taken by the support staff. Like, like the, the t- um, God, they're, they're like, EMT. The, they're, like, e- EMTs, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like, the black or, like, so, so there is support. It's not like if something happens to you, then they're, you're just going to lay there and die. It's not like that. It's like, <laughs> there's so much support there is. And especially even there's a lot of support, like, if you're having a bad trip or something, like, if you decide mm. to do a psychedelic and you have a bad trip, I mean, there's, there's that kind of support as well. So they really do prepare for everything, you know? Well, yeah, like 80,000 people. That's a lot of yeah. people, so that's a lot of things to prepare for. Well, um, but weirdly enough, mm-hmm. weirdly enough, it's so tame. Like, it's it, it's so – it's, like, organized. It's, like, everyone's so happy. Everyone's so free and happy. There's no – I didn't see one issue when I was I – didn't, I didn't experience anything like that. Like, I don't even – what I'm saying is it's, like, these people – Like Disneyland. Well – Sure. Like it's a well, like it's a well-oiled machine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody's so happy. You're going there to have a good time. You're not going there exactly. to like if stir you're gonna, things up. If you're gonna go to the middle of the desert where it's hotter than Hades, and like <laughs> you paid all this money, which like you've at least paid a thousand dollars to go, like, mm-hmm. and you put in all this work. I mean, there's there's no way you're gonna go there to cause issues. Like it's just it's so rare. You know, I yeah. think like the only thing that might happen is like maybe someone like, like I said, has like a really bad trip and then like is maybe like bothering someone. I don't know. But I, I haven't experienced anything like that. So. Okay. Um, oh, damn. I, mean, I was going to ask a question and now I forgot. It's okay. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a genuine. It's okay. It's, I really appreciate it. Even that. though I had a question and I forgot it, it's okay. I still love and respect myself. <laughs> I do. I love and respect myself. That's a tapping. That's a tapping thing. joke, everybody. I started tapping on uh, my kid, by the way. We'll talk about that later. Oh, good. Did it go well? Yeah, it actually is going really well. He's not like hitting people, which is good. Oh my God. He's so awesome. telling us to get out of his face. Or no, he says he says, shut your mouth, but he doesn't he doesn't hit us, which is nice. Good. That's great. It's getting better. Good job. I'm really happy to hear that. That's awesome. Oh, maybe I should take him to Burning Man so he could just chill out. Oh my god, he would probably let everybody else 
literally there's let like other a, people like enjoy there's like a whole children's village at burning man because a lot of people do bring their kids to burning man so there's like all these children's activities there for them and like my friend brought her like one-year-old son to burning man and he has like a blast <laughs> like or like oh, maybe that's he was cool too. Yeah, I mean, if they can handle – like, it's interesting that there's, like, all these things catered to them as well, you know? So it is, like, supposed to be for everyone. Also, something I'll say that I don't think a lot of people know and I didn't know until I went there is there is a large older population there. And by that, mm-hmm. I mean, like, a, like my if my mom and dad went, they would probably, like – like a lot of people's moms and dads are there. Is what I'll say. Yeah, that and, makes sense though. Yeah. If you think about it, like because in their time frame, they couldn't express themselves. They couldn't express their individuality, and it was yeah. You work, and when you're sixty, you retire, and yeah. like these are the way things are done. And now I think younger people are saying like, no, this doesn't make any sense. It doesn't have to be this way. And I totally would see why someone my mom's age would want to go because it's like free expression it's like going oh back to my the, god the 60s. your mom would. my mom would freaking love it Are you she would me? die it, she would prob- love it if it wasn't in the desert she would probably have already left yeah <laughs> and i'd be like mom it doesn't start yet i don't care I'm leaving. Like, <laughs> she wouldn't even need a ticket she'd somehow find her way <laughs> she's yeah. just gonna find her way she yeah. did that one time oh I she hitchhiked it. home found her way and pulled up to my house and like came out of a bus like a tour bus and I was like what the fuck is happening and she's like I couldn't find you so I just hitchhiked home I'm like oh my god that was two years ago that's hilarious a tour bus (laughs) (laughs) that's funny um I remember my question now yeah so okay so I'm just not supposed to ask this question because I forgot (laughs) it again it's just not it's, supposed to happen. It's okay. I still love and respect myself. I still love though. and respect myself. <laughs> um, um, what workshops are you most excited about? Um, my friend, like, so you know how obviously I'm an EFT practitioner, yada yada yada. So Sonia <laughs> Sophia, who trained me and who has been like a big mentor to me, she has a huge presence at Burning Man, like a huge Mm -hmm. presence. She does work. She does like seven workshops while she's there. So I'm going to go help hold space for her at one of those. And I'm excited because I get to see other people from my retreat um, who I haven't seen since I left. And um, so that's what I'm excited about. I'm also really excited about the magic of human connection, like I said, because I just heard so many amazing things about this workshop. And I'm excited. Do you know what that – do you know what that like entails? It's all about connecting with people in real life. It's about like playing and doing exercises to actually like open your heart and like connect with people because so many of us, you know, even when you're in real life and you're friends with someone, it's like we still have this kind of guard around our heart. We it's like mm-hmm. especially because of technology, it's like we don't know how to connect anymore in this very real deep way. And even when we like compliment someone, right? It's like there's we've talked about this even recently. It's like there's there's all this kind of like anxiety about like, well, if I give somebody this compliment, what like, do, do you know what I mean about like complimenting, yeah. receiving compliments? We kind of don't let things land with us. And I was shown this very vividly when I was at that EFT re- retreat. We did this um, exercise and I can't remember if I said this on this podcast already, but whatever. We did this exercise where we had to pick somebody and then we had to sit very close to them, facing them, like almost like touching them. And look into their eyes and don't look away. 
And then we had to, and then before this exercise started, they came around and gave each one of us a personal handheld mirror. And they told us to look at ourselves in the mirror while we're sitting there with this person and to look at ourselves and observe ourselves and then tell ourselves we love ourselves. Okay. Mm. So we did this. And as I looked the first time in the mirror, I immediately was like, oh, like looking at all of my freckles or my skin or the way like my eyebrow was like just just all the things that I thought were imperfect about myself. I was immediately focusing on them. And then I then they're like, okay, put the mirror down. Now look at your partner, look them in the eye. And now each one of you has to go back and forth telling the other person something that you love about them. And they specifically said, when when the person tells you the compliment about you, you cannot just be like, okay, cool. And then what I love about you is you have to be like, right. thank you. I hear that you say you love my eyes or whatever. I really appreciate that. And that makes me feel blah, blah, blah. And you have to let it land in your body. So we did this. And the first three times back and forth, it was like fucking hard. Like I mm. wanted to cry several, I actually did cry after like the third one because it was, it was like, I could feel there was this like bare, it was like, I was trying to hold all this energy back. Cause it was like, I was just trying not to, I was trying not to let it land for me. I, I could feel mm-hmm. there was something that was like, no, just keep on moving on. Like just focus on her, focus on her. And the exercise was really about letting these things land in our body. So finally, I think when I actually kind of gave up this resistance and let it land, it really hit me. And so then we did a few more back and forth. And the same thing for her. She started crying too. We did a few more back and forth. So we did like five total each. And then afterwards, they're like, okay, now look at the mirror again. And we looked at ourselves in the mirror. And I saw like the most beautiful version of me I've ever seen. It looked, it felt like I was on drugs all of a sudden. I felt higher than I've ever been. And I looked at myself and I was like, I love you. Like I do. Like I saw beauty like I didn't see any of this stuff I saw before and that they and in that in the retreat they were like look how quick that look at look at look at what that did for you like that took what 15 minutes total and look at how all of you look like you're on drugs right now and it's literally because you just opened your heart and let somebody else in and um so anyway this workshop that's beautiful Yeah, it's really amazing. It really is amazing what can happen when we do that. And, you know, it just shows you how often we don't do that because we don't feel like that all the time. And, like, we really do put walls up. And so this workshop is all about that, like all about opening up, really connecting, really loving, and really playing and getting back to the child-like self. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, Mm, That sounds nice. That's exciting. Yeah. Yep. And – Yep, and I'm gonna get. I'm like really excited to get my hair braided because on the playa you can't really leave your hair down because it'll get so dirty and dusty and it'll whip around and knot up so crazy that like you have to get your hair braided and it's kind of cool to like have your hair braided like this for like a week because it kind of makes you feel like you're like I don't know in the jungle or something. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, so do yeah. you bring your own food? Like I know you can't you have to you know take back all the trash and things like that but are you guys planning on because I'm going camping for the first time since I was in my early 20s and we're going camping there's 11 kids going camping and I think there's like nine eight or nine adults so there's a lot of people going camping and we've been sending 
I am going to have fun. I'm excited. But I'm not like, you know this about me. I'm not like a planner. I'm more of like, <laughs> just fly by the seat of my pants and like hope everything works out. Yeah. But the that's women, how I Yeah. But thank God the women that are going are like hyper planners. And I know they listen to this and I love them all. But they were like sending um, emails back and forth of like, who's bringing what and like, when are we going to do this activity and we're going to do that activity. And I would literally at one point I was like, I can't do this anymore. I am done for tonight. And they were all like, nobody responded. This is a group message, group text message. Nobody responds back to me. And I was like, I love you all. I appreciate you. I'm going to have no, to pick this conversation. No, you know what later. they did? They just started a new group chat without yeah, they you. Did. They're like, fuck her. We're done. But I just want someone to like, tell me what to bring, where to go. Oh my and God. like, when to be there. Right. Yeah. So I was thinking about this. This was um, two nights ago. And then last night we started in with like, cause we have to entertain the children. So we're, we're thinking of like different activities and stuff. Cause it's camping. Yeah. And I literally said, are there showers? Cause if there aren't showers, I'm not going. And like <laughs> there are showers. So it's, it's, it's glam camping. It's not real camping, but um, <laughs> anyway, so I was thinking about you and I was like, holy crap. Like I couldn't even imagine like, because let me let me think of my words I guess I have like I, every time I've been camping every single time without fail I end up sleeping in my air-conditioned car because I'm like I can't do this I'm done I'm going over here for I just need a break so I guess my thoughts are like do you guys in your camp do you organize like the meals do you organize like the gifts you're giving out like how, how is this all getting organized I'm laughing hysterically right now because <laughs> so I'm just like you and I literally when <laughs> someone starts sending me a spreadsheet back and forth about things we need about the I'm like okay bye I like have yeah. no idea <laughs> like I literally don't know how to even respond to this I just like I, and the reason that I'm allowed to do that is because my partner is the biggest planner of all time and he mm. has been planning the, and he's an engineer so he has built for example, last year we had no wind flow and like we had no airflow and it was hot as hell. So this year my partner built with his own hands like a swamp bucket, which basically makes like condensation like it makes it's like air conditioning. It's like a hack together air conditioning, basically. And he set up all these solar panels and he figured out how like all these fans are going to be blowing. And he, oh, damn. Oh, yeah. It's like a whole thing. Like after He's he like, went, I will not get dehydrated again. Yeah, no. And then we got like a – oh, yeah, the whole thing. I mean, everything. And then – but it's funny because we're going with our couple friend who haven't been before, Sarah and Dan. And this is their first time. And so the four of us are in a group chat. And literally, it's just understood that I'm never going to respond because there's nothing <laughs> – There's no, because there's no reason I should respond because Jad just – like my partner just answers for, for, for me every time. And I might as well not even be – in the group because when like yeah. I don't I don't have the answer I don't even know when our flight is I really don't yeah so it stresses me out when that happens too because like literally we went to Walmart to pick something up by the time we literally I'm texting the whole way in the parking lot my husband's getting mad at me watch where you're going blah 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 blah, blah. okay <laughs> so we get in the in the Walmart we get our stuff like at the quick pickup thing we get out 33 text messages Alexa 33 <laughs> 
I was like, I, that's when I was like, I yeah. can't do this. I'm going to shut it down. I've got other <laughs> stuff going on. Like I can't handle this right now. My husband's getting mad because I'm not paying attention. I might get hit by a car. Like this is too much sensory overload and yeah. done. So that's, that's when you got to leave the group chat. Yeah, I did. Okay. But now they're emailing me because I'm not responding. <laughs> oh my so God. it's yeah. it's like a tough time, <laughs> but it's good because I want to go with someone like your partner who's organized. They have their shit together. I just don't want to be involved in it. You oh, know? totally. Oh my God. If I, you, that, well, I'm living, like, I'm living. You proof. and I will die if we go camping together. Yeah. You and I will I'm, just die. Oh, totally. I'm living, <laughs> I'm living proof, Ambi, that like you could go to Burning Man because like I have, I don't know anything going on. I've told everyone <laughs> repeatedly. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I'm just coming. Okay. <laughs> like, and like, I, I know what's going on of what I just told you guys. But other than that, like as far as our logistics go, I have no freaking clue. So, um, <laughs> So it can happen and um and it will happen and I'm going to drag you to Burning Man one day. One day. Oh my gosh. I feel like going camping with a group of my friends is probably like a good stepping stone. It is. You know it what is. I mean? I it's think a it good is. stepping stone. Camping's and amazing. then Oh man, I like being in nature. I just like being able to take a break from nature. Totally. And that's well. why you're gonna be glamping, so it's okay. I am going to be glamping. I'm pretty <laughs> pumped about it. Um, my son, Riley, the oldest, is not happy. He wanted to, like, like be in the middle of nowhere. Like, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, when you're an adult, you may do that. That is your choice. But <laughs> I am not doing when that. When you're right. old enough, you may go, you may rough it. But I am not you roughing rough it. it. Yeah. Um, That's what my mom did when we were, when we were kids. And this is why I'm going to tell everybody really fast. When I was a child, I have been camping from the time I was literally four years old up until I could move out of my house. And I remember specifically, we would go camping, camping, like hardcore. We're sleeping on the ground. I would wake up with bugs on me. Like there are bears attacked our campsite one time. Like we went camping. Okay. (laughs) So I remember one time specifically, I said to my sister, who's 13 years older than me, I was like, where's the shower? And she poured a bucket of water over my head and said, there you go. You're clean. This is not (laughs) the kind of camping that I want to do. So it's almost traumatized me from camping again. Mm -hmm. Um, We went rock climbing. It, It was just like, my mom loves nature. I like nature, but my mom like loves nature and she never went camping as a kid so she wanted me to have that experience every every year multiple years so multiple times a year so it was well that it was a lot that makes sense I get that I do and in Florida where where I grew up uh, I grew up in Florida and and California in Florida they have like some crazy animals man like I got chased by an alligator one time um like in California we got our camp got attacked by bears like literally like I'm not okay with this. I think those are like the two animals of the state. It's like the Florida gators yeah, and like the California it really bears. Is. Actually, it really is. But, maybe um, they were just welcoming you. Maybe they're like, the hi, Abby. He did not seem like he was welcoming me at all. But maybe. in school in Florida, they teach you how to run away from them. Like you go in a zigzag Yeah, zigzag. Yeah. Yeah. So I did and he stopped. But oh, good. anyway, we are like way off track here. Oh no, it's okay. Um, yeah, but well, that's that's about Just everything. To edit this out. 
Yeah. No, no, I don't want to edit this out. This is just a, this is about, that's about as much as I have to uh, share about Burning Man until I come back from Burning Man and then I will have more to share. But yes, um, that's so exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I actually, I have to go pack now because I've left it till the last minute. Um, but I love all of you. I love you, Ambie. I'm going to miss you guys while I'm gone, but you're going to get what, 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 what? <laughs> I was just being excited for you. I was just oh, like holding my sorry. breath and yeah, I, I was going to say, holding. yay, yeah. but all you heard was the, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, just say it. Cause I wanted you to be able to breathe. Um, I'm crying already because I miss you so much. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I will really miss you guys. But you know what? It'll be over in a flash and we'll be back on track. And um, yeah, and um, keep rating or reviewing if you haven't already. And if you have, thanks so much because it's really awesome to like see these random reviews pop up on Facebook and iTunes and all the places. So thank you for the support. And yes, thank you guys so much. So, 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 so much. Um, have so much fun, Alexa. Um, Thank you. Take in all the memories. Take lots of um, pictures in your mind. I will. Maybe on your phone if you want. I'm bringing a disposable camera, so I'm going to do that. Whoa. Yeah. Didn't I sound like a snob? I didn't know they really made those still. I literally searched for one like crazy like last year, and then I only took two pictures, so I'm taking it back this year to finish it off. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Awesome. It'll be good. Um, all right, everybody. Well, until next time, keep on blooming. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. Thank you.